0: Speaking engagements are your greatest asset when it comes to business development, but you were taught the wrong way to grow your business by using speaking. Today on the Inside BS Show, I'm gonna share my five-step formula for maximizing your business development potential using speaking engagements. Join me for this episode of the Inside BS Show. Hi, I'm Dave Lorenzo, and there is a foolproof, five step process that I've been teaching my clients for years and they use it in their professional speaking business for lead generation to grow whatever it is they're trying to sell. I'm gonna share that five step process with you right now. And step number one is that you've got to realize that the only reason you're in front of that audience is to attract leads. That's the only reason you're there. You think of yourself as a professional speaker. You think of yourself as a god up on the stage you think of yourself as the person who gets the standing ovation. That's all wrong. I'll share a story with you. One of my best clients, a client who I've had a huge amount of success with over the last 15 years, his name is Brad Grove. And he is a tremendous public speaker. He's an attorney. In fact, he's an intellectual property attorney. And when I met him back 15 years ago, he had a book of business of just under $190,000. And he was gonna get fired from the law firm from where he worked, so I sat in the conference room with him and he told me his story. He said, Dave, I speak two times a month, 24 times a year. I go to audiences that are filled with my ideal prospective clients. I show them everything they need to do with their intellectual property. I walk them through it step by step. I give them the guide on stage. I get a standing ovation. People come up to me afterwards and they ask me all kinds of questions. I take their questions, I answer them, I share valuable information, and then I come back to the office and the phone doesn't ring. I'm lucky if I get one or two clients a month from my speaking engagements what am I possibly doing wrong? And I said, listen, Brad, I'll come watch you speak and we'll figure it out together. So I went and I saw a couple of speaking engagements he did and it turns out that Brad was doing a lot of things right and you're probably doing a lot of things right, but his mindset was all wrong. You see, Brad would go to these engagements and he'd get paid, they'd give him some sort of a stipend, you know, $1,500, $2,000, something like that. And he would think that that was all he was entitled to and he would teach for an hour or for 90 minutes. And people would take copious notes. They would really love what he was doing. He would get high grades in the survey forms afterwards, but he wouldn't come away with any leads. So we changed his approach to how he viewed speaking. And the first change we made was with his mindset. And I said to him exactly what I said to you in step one of this process. Your mindset has to be that you are there for one purpose and one purpose only, and that's to attract leads. That audience is full of people who should be your client. So your purpose in showing up to do the speech is to convert those people from audience members into clients. That's what you have to be thinking. At the beginning of the speech, when you prepare the speech, all the way through the speech, and after the speech. So realizing that you're there to get leads, adjusting your mindset, that's step one. Step two, provide a massive amount of information. Now Brad was doing this, and he was doing it in a way that people really responded to. He was professorial. Brad teaches at a university, and he was teaching this audience the way he would teach his university students. But if you're gonna provide a massive amount of information, In a speech that you're using for lead generation, you've gotta do three things. The first thing is you have to speak really fast you have to give the audience the impression that there's so much information that you're jamming it all into the speech. So I want you to put 90 minutes of information into a 60-minute speech. I want you to put 60 minutes of information into a 45-minute speech, and I want you to put 45 minutes of information into a 30-minute speech. Before the pandemic, the coronavirus pandemic, my wife and I went to see Jerry Seinfeld, and Jerry did a 90-minute set and his 90-minute set was packed with jokes from beginning to end. He did not pause except for two times when he drank a glass of water. Otherwise, it was set up, punchline, setup up, punchline, setup up, punchline, story, punchline. He was moving at such a fast pace. There were people in the audience who were hyperventilating. They were laughing so hard they didn't have a chance to come up for air. That's what you need to do when you're putting your speech together. You need to provide so much information at such a fast pace that people don't have a chance to take notes. The reason I want you to do that is because they need to understand how much information you're conveying to them, how much knowledge you have as an expert, and they need to realize that this is too complicated for them to do on their own and by speaking fast and jamming the information down their throat at a fast pace, you're helping them see they can't do this themselves. So number one, speak at a fast pace. Number two, I want you to support all of your critical points with facts, and I want you to support all of your critical points with case studies or stories. So if you're going to use slides, when you come to a critical point, I want you to point to the slide, show a picture of a client, Tell the client story. The second thing I want you to do is I want you to point to a slide and have three facts there and then tell a story that support those three facts. So if you're going to give information that people are skeptical about, support it with facts and support it with a case study. The third thing you need to do when you're providing a massive amount of information is you need to tell people that they need to sit back and let the information wash over them. They're going to try to take notes and you have to tell them you can't take Notes. there's just too much information that I'm gonna share with you. There's two ways you can capture this information. The first way is you can pay this association for a video of my speech. Just about every association will sell them the video of the speech. Or the second way, and this goes to tip number three, I'm going to offer you a free report that covers the things that I'm talking about and everything I didn't have time to get to. And that is called offering a honeypot. Remember, the first thing I told you was that Realize you're there to get leads. The second thing I told you was provide a massive amount of information and I gave you three tips to do that. Now, the third thing I'm sharing with you is offer a honeypot. You turn to the audience, at the 75% mark in your speech, at the three quarter point in your speech, you turn to the audience and you say, no, there's something I have to tell you. You may have noticed that I'm jamming a lot of information in and I just told you, don't worry about taking notes. I'm going to give you something that's gonna be better than notes. You can sign up for my free report, everything you needed to know about X, Y, and Z, but we're afraid to ask. You can sign up for that free report. I'm gonna give you an opportunity to do that and it will contain the notes, the most important things from today's speech. So." If you're concerned that you can't keep up with the notes or you want more information than I'm providing today, I'm gonna give you that honeypot. I'm gonna give you that report. I want you to sign up for it. Here's how you can do that. Pass your business cards to the center aisle. I'll come down the center aisle and collect them. Go ahead and do that now. Everybody get your business cards out now. And you pause for a moment. While they're getting their business cards out, while they're passing them to the center aisle, you have an opportunity to take questions. And that's tip number four. Never leave the questions to the end of your speech. You're going to close your speech with a very strong closing. Never leave the questions to the end answer a couple of questions while people are passing the business cards to the center aisle. So here's what this looks like. You got a microphone on, you walk off the stage, and here's the center aisle. You're gonna go down the center aisle, picking up business cards, and you're gonna say, yes ma'am, you have a question? And she's gonna say, yeah Dave, I wanted to ask you about, blah, 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 blah. And you're picking up the business cards, you're gonna say thank you for that question, that's a great question. You're gonna start to answer the question as you're picking up the business cards. You're gonna put the business cards inside your pocket and then you're gonna answer the question. And then you're gonna say, I have time for one or two more questions before I close out my talk. Does anybody else have a question? Person over there, ask me your question. As they ask the question, you look around for more business cards, grabbing them here and there, answer the question. One more question, boom, answer the question. Maybe you miss a couple of business cards. You say, okay, that's all the time we have for questions. Now I'm gonna share the final most important point with you. Before I do that, If you didn't get a chance to give me your business card, when I finish my speech, I'm going to walk to the back of the room and I'm gonna stand in front of the door. I will collect business cards there. So please, if you haven't gotten your business card to me and you hold up a business card for someone, please meet me in the back of the room. I will collect your business cards right there. Then you go into the closing of your speech. And this is point five. You're going to close your speech with a very strong story, but it's a story about a transformation. I'm sharing with you in this show today, in our time together, I'm sharing with you how you can transform your business by following my speaking style, my speaking guide. That's a transformation. I shared with you Brad's story. Now I'm gonna close out Brad's story for you, and I'm going to demonstrate how you close out your speech. So Brad Gross was at $190,000 in new business origination and he was speaking twice a month, killing himself. We made these changes, the changes that I've just outlined for you today to his process. And when we made those changes, guess what happened? Within the next 18 months, he went from 190,000 in new business to over 460,000 in new business. Just from making these five simple, adjustments to his speaking style. He realized he was there to get leads. He provided a massive amount of information and in doing that, he spoke fast. He was encouraging people to let the information wash over them, told them not to worry about taking notes. He offered his honeypot. He took questions throughout the talk, not at the end, and he closed with a transformational story. In fact, the transformational story was the theme of his speech from beginning to end. Follow the guidance that I've given you here today and you will be able to transform your lead generation, transform your business development process just like Brad Gross did. If you wanna discover more ways to transform your business development process, there's a video filling in right down below me right now. You gotta watch that video because that video will help you take your business development to the next level. I'll see you in the next video.